Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention and the brave ones.
Greetings, welcome to episode 61 of the Spookatorium. That was Faustin with the track Cranial from their self-titled 2013 album on Ad Noisium. And opening the set today was Shrouds with Litany of Curses from their Pagan Blood Rituals EP on Strange Therapy. Coming up in a little bit, I'm going to look at the Watseko Wonder, which is the flashy name for a possession case that ultimately seemed to benefit the person that it happened to, and it brushes up against mental illness and reincarnation along the way. Uh, But before we get to that, I submit for your consideration this track from Disposal Unit. This is nothing to you.
That was Suicide Party with Internment from their uh, collection of demos. Uh, before that was Def Cult with Oppenheimer's Regret off their recent Future of Illusions release. And that set started with Disposal Unit and the track Nothing to You from their dilapidated EP. <laughs> The Spookatorium Spirit Lounge awaits where those from the other side just may press their faces against the window of our world. Watsika, Illinois is about 15 miles west of the Illinois-Indiana border in the central part of the state. And our story starts in 1864. Mary Roth was 18 years old. She had suffered from severe depression and headaches for nearly the entirety of her life, uh, going back to when she was a toddler even, uh, which she eventually tried to alleviate by self-inflicted bloodletting. In July of that year, she cut herself so severely that she fainted, and when she regained consciousness, she reportedly experienced mania, uh, extrasensory perception, and clairvoyance that lasted for five days, and then she died. There are more dramatic stories of Mary Roth's short life out there, some of which felt to me quite speculative and flush with urban legend. I tried to stick with sources that seemed reputable and grounded, which admittedly is always kind of a judgment call with this sort of thing, but um, apparently the 2009 film The Possessed is based on this case, but I haven't seen it, and given the track record for those kind of things, I'd imagine it strays from the source material. In 1877, 13 years after Mary's passing, another young woman in Watsika, Mary Laurency Venom, began having her own mental health struggles and began claiming she could see angels and spirits of the dead. Under hypnosis, she claimed she was tormented by evil spirits. Her doctor, E.W. Stevens, diagnosed her with spirit obsession, and in one of their sessions, he suggested that perhaps one of the spirits could help her defend against the malicious spirits. Laurency replied that Mary Roth was willing to help her. Venom was only three months old when Roth died, and by most accounts, their families were only marginally aware of one another. At this point, it is said that Mary Roth then took over Venom. Her behavior and interests changed to those of Roth. She recognized Roth's old friends and eventually even moved in with Roth's family. She was clairvoyant during this time. She was able to astral travel and commune with spirits. This lasted for 16 weeks, and then one day she announced that Venom was returning and she said her goodbyes to everyone. She fell into a trance and when the trance ended, Venom was back and feeling healed from the afflictions that had initiated all of this. Apparently Roth would continue to interact with Venom periodically over her life, while pro like protecting her from pain during childbirth and things like that, but she never possessed her as she had in that spring of 1878. The events were studied by Richard Hodgson from the American Society of Psychical Research. Hodgson was a researcher of spiritualist mediums who later in life became a medium himself. Interestingly, the um, uh, Society for Psychical Research had tasked him at one point to investigate Madame Blavatsky, and he had deemed her to be fraudulent, particularly in regards to the Mahatma letters, which were mentioned on the episode I uh, did a while back uh, about AP Senate. Um, in this case, Hodgson did believe that the events occurred and summarized it this way, quote, I have no doubt that the incidents occurred substantially as described in the narrative by Dr. Stevens, and in my view, the only other interpretation of the case besides the spiritualistic that seems at all plausible is that which has been put forward as the alternative to the spiritist theory, spiritistic theory, to account for the trans communications and similar cases, secondary personality with supernatural powers. It would be difficult to disprove this hypothesis in the case of the Watsika Wonder, 
owing to the comparative meagerness of the record and the probable abundance of suggestion in the environment, and any conclusion that we may reach would probably be determined largely by our convictions concerning other cases. My personal opinion is that the Watseka Wonder case belongs in the main manifestations to the spiritistic category.
That was Exotondo with Inner Picture 2 from the 1998 uh, Ender Process release that I think that was on Old Europa Cafe. Uh, before that was Corrado Maria DeSantis with No Longer the Same from the Over a Long Time release on Lost Tribe Sound. And that record is stunning. That, uh, I only recently took a deep dive into the Lost Tribe catalog. And there are a lot of fantastic releases there that I expect will be finding their way onto the show in weeks to come, but that, that one is excellent. Um, and then opening the set was Sean Holt with uh, the second track from his Ghosts of Ohio release. And I went back and double-checked what episode uh, I talked about the AP Senate case and the Mahatma letters, and it was episode 51, if you're curious to go back and see what that was about. Um, this is a stereotactic device with man-made God.
This Bookatorium exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here.
that set started with Stereotaxic Device from their self-titled 1990 album. That track was Man Made God. Following that was Lessa Listvi with the title track from their 2018 album on Cryo Chamber, Way Home. And the last one you heard was Mazacon Tactics with All Aborted Approaches. I think that's uh, going to do it for this one. Thank you, as always, for stopping by. I am going to end with a track from Mighty Sphincter from an album that I didn't know existed until a few days ago. This came out in 2017, and for being a we're getting the band back together kind of release, it is right in line with what you would hope for as a fan of their original run. Thanks again, and this is Mental Mansion. In the of my mind, I fall past only to find a